If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This podcast is for audiences 21 and up and talks about sexual content. If you do not meet the requirements of being 21 and up, click off this podcast. We're going to discuss today exhibitionism and a couple of other kinks. Let's get into it because it's about to get delightful. Thank you all again for tuning in to this episode of Conversations with the Priestess, Not Safe for Work. I I just want to say, y'all, this week has been amazing for me, even with some, some changes um, physically um, that I'm experiencing and everything else going on in the world. This week has been amazing for me. Um, I am still living in the afterglow of the Alabama Montgomery smackdown that we saw happen. August the 5th will always be Thanksgiving or a day of remembrance where all black people will be having cookouts in celebration of the events that took place. I'm not going to get into it, but check the show notes if you want more information. I. Other than that, thank you all that have newly subscribed to my YouTube channel. Thank you to all my new listeners, my new followers. I love y'all so much. Now, let's get into the topic of this episode. You know, when I'm flying solo, I get with you. I get in there and I get out. I have to hit you and quit you. So this episode, I want to talk about exhibitionism. I've been wanting to talk about this subject for a while on this podcast and on YouTube, but I didn't quite know how to do it because of age restrictions. And, you know, I don't want to get my platform jerked down. So here goes nothing. So before we get into it, yes, I am an exhibitionist. I enjoy being watched during sex. This is the premise of this discussion. Also, another side of this is seeing how people have been put in compromising situations or have caught cases as a result of exhibition, exhibitionism. And I really want to discuss a code of ethics if you're going to do public play. Exhibitionism, or one who's an exhibitionist, they get off, or we get off, on being watched. This could be our mate watching us pleasure ourselves, or for those of us who do cam shows and do adult content, it helps us, for me, it helps me fuel the exhibitionistic side of me. Now, while I am an exhibitionist, there are times where I do engage and I have engaged in public play. However, there is a code of ethics that I follow. Exhibitionism should always be consensual. I'm a big, big advocate that consent must be there. So many of you may be asking, well, priestess, How can I safely engage in public play or in exhibitionism? I'm glad that you asked. Number one, 
as I said, consent. Make sure that if you're going to do exhibitionism, it is in an atmosphere where it is consensual to be exposing yourself, doing sexual things in front of other people, whether it's be masturbating, sucking dick, whatever. Make sure it's in a, in a space that's consensual. So like a play party, sex club, some of these adult play resorts, sex parties or um, play clubs, different things like that. However, also, if you're going to go to certain spaces like trails or wooded areas, make sure that you are doing it in a space that's not near any playgrounds, any schools, any churches, anything like that, especially where children are going to be around. I, I have seen a lot of content on social media where people have damn near exposed themselves to children, which is a hell no have exposed themselves to elderly people and have no remorse. And I'm like, why? That should not be. You should not be out there harming people and catching cases just to bust a nut, just to get your jollies off, okay? However, if you are going to do these things, make sure that you scope out discrete areas where you have a low to no risk of being caught, okay? That's how you want to roll if you're going to do public play. Also, many people do the little apps, you know, do the cruising apps and set, and they have spots to where, hey, this is where we're going to be at this time. We're going to do such and such, or I'm going to be here, come through. This is the space I'm going to be in. I'll be wearing this, or however y'all set that up. I've never done that. I because I don't do the whole cruising thing. I'm not yucking nobody's number. Um, that's a safety reason. I'm a black trans woman out there in these streets. But also, also mapping out the spaces where you're in, where you know you're not going to get caught or be in the view of cameras. Let's use some type of wisdom, okay? Let's use some type of wisdom, especially if you're going to certain um, spaces where like it may be a trail or something, um, where it's coming for people to go hiking. You have to make sure that you're working within the legality of laws in your area. That's all I'm going to say. But if it's an open area where you know you're not going to cause harm to other people, you can do that at night when you know it's not going to be crowded or early in the morning. There has been times where myself and a friend and I, we went to a trail that happened to go through a cemetery, but it was a certain wooded area where people could not see you and you could not see them, you know, and it was low risk of getting caught. You want to do stuff like that. Um, I have also done public play with my significant other where it's a, a hiking space, but because we walked through there and scoped it out, we knew where the good places were to go to do risky fun. However, again, if you're going to um, plan something, make sure, I cannot stress this enough, make sure that you first scope out your area. And I see a lot of people that do things in parking garages. Sometimes you can find yourself in a very vacant spot 
in a space to where you don't have to worry about people coming or walking out or any cars. You can be in a corner to where no one will see you, but you always want to make sure that you have clothing to where you can just pull over or pull back up in case you see someone walking. You don't want to put yourself in danger doing dumb shit. That's all I'm going to say. Just use some common sense. And if you can't do it properly, don't do it at all. Because we've heard about the various content creators that have caught cases for exposing themselves to vulnerable people. You want to cut down on that. Now, another area of exhibitionism I do want to talk about is toy play. And I didn't think about this initially, but I was just watching other uh, content creators and how they navigate exhibitionism. And this is a very important thing as well. If you're going to do toy play and be out in public, for me personally, I would not do that in a grocery store or in Walmart. Even if you're doing solo things, don't do that in Walmart. People got a shop there, and we don't want to see your fluids everywhere. I'm going to get to that in just a second. But um, especially if you're in a restaurant or somewhere where, of course, people are going to be disgusted at your reactions or it may offend someone, you want to make sure that if you're going to do toy play that you're able to, number one, control yourself, but also keep things on a moderate setting to where you will feel it, but it won't cause you to be falling all over the tables, all over the chairs, moaning and groaning and stuff. You don't want that. But also, you want the toys to be very discreet to where it cannot be seen under your clothes. Nothing will be sticking out. You know, some some of the more extreme videos that we've seen of people, you know, like being in the middle of shopping and you crouched over having an orgasm and juices flowing in places. Don't want to do that because, again, you don't want to offend anybody and people did not consent to see that. And baby, you're going to catch charge. But also, I, I, if you're going to use a toy out in public, again, be discreet. I, you should not be playing with your dildo in the middle of the street or at a drive-thru. Why consent? And I get a lot of people will do things for shock value and for likes and views. But is it really worth you losing your freedom and being on a specific registry for the clicks and likes? You got to think about all of this, people. Now, if you're going to do exhibitionism and you're going to ejaculate, especially in areas like if you're going to a park or something um, and you're going to ejaculate on the park bench or, you know, don't ejaculate on stuff what people got to use. At least have some common decency. If you're going to ejaculate on stuff, wipe it up if you can, but just or, you know, just have a napkin or something, especially if you're going to do it like that. We don't, people don't want to have to see. And also if you're going to be cruising and stuff, don't leave your condom wrappers on the ground or where people can see them. You're basically telling on yourself. Can't be doing all of that. So don't be leaving your bodily fluids in places where people are going to see that and be like, ill, disgusted and repulsed, or they may have to clean them. Just like I've seen people doing things at their job where there's cameras or doing things on Things that people actually have to use like utensils and stuff or door handles and stuff. Don't do that because you can actually spread stuff that way, you know? So 
just be mindful of the exhibitionism that you're going to do. Now, granted, I understand that there are some people who have access to things to where people can actually stage something like that. Some people may actually stage certain exhibitionistic scenes, such as the delivery scenes, the Uber driver things. You know, I've seen that happen. Now, if you're going to do that, baby, you have to be somewhere in the way up country where you ain't got to worry about polices and people coming to uh, busting you up. And that's, mm, that's, that's, you know, you have to be cautious with that. Have to be very cautious. But the main thing is consent. Thing, main thing is consent. And since we're talking about exhibitionism, I'm going to take a quick break. I'm going to talk about freeballing after this. That's, that is a kink or, well, not a kink. That's something I enjoy seeing. And, and we're going to stop about that. All right. So y'all live, love, and be free. We're going to be right back. Moisturization of Shea Butter Body Blend, Lavender Love, Hair and Body Healing, and Deep Moisturization. Oh my gosh, this has shea, mango, olive, coconut, aloe, avocado, butters, canola, jojoba, fragrance oils. Oh my gosh, this lavender musk oil does it for me, especially when I come out of the shower. If you have a skin disorder, this is to be used multiple times a day for healing and moisturizing. So go on over to Zeresh.com. Check this, check this beautiful goddess out. Check out her products. I absolutely love using it. Let's jump back into the show. Let's talk about freeballing. Freeballing is a kink that I love to watch. That is that is something I love. I this goes back to when I was a, a, a little baby gay, okay? A little baby queer trans girl. And being, you know, a, a just being out exercising, especially in my college days, and you would see the guys running, and you would see they they meet swinging in the wind. That that did something for me, honey. That did a whole lot for me. So I want to talk about this because along with exhibitionism, one of the things that I've seen people do, um, they free ball in spaces. And sometimes people are appalled, but other times people are, you know... And I get it. People, men, they're going to bulge, okay? Some men bulge. Some men don't have bulge. Some non-binary people have bulge. Some people don't. You know, bulge is nice. However, if you're going to free ball, like I said, with exhibitionism, make sure that you're not offending anybody or just, you know, making it obvious, you know? Leave something to the imagination with that. But I, <laughs> free balling is something else. I will never forget it. Last summer, I was out running one morning, and this older gentleman was running. And I wasn't paying him no attention, really, but I had to pass him. And when he got close up to me, I noticed he was freeballing, and I could just see his junk sticking straight up. And I get it. The man was running. He may have had on some draws, and he may have slipped out, you know. But especially if you, when you see individuals working out and you see the bulge, that is a turn on for me. That is a kink for me. It's just... I love it when one of my partners in crime come and free ball. It's like, oh, I absolutely love it. But also, I love seeing men, fine-ass men. Well, I love to see individuals, I, not gender non-specific. I love a good pair of underwear on, on someone. I love 
a nice round ass in some underwear. That's just something that I like, especially if it's lace. Uh, it, it's to die for. Now, mm, we all have our kinks. We all have our fetishes. I want y'all to tune in to tweet me. Live tweet me. Live tweet me. Hashtag talk to priestess. What are your kinks and fetishes? So, mm-hmm. so y'all, I'm about to bow out. Y'all live, love, and be free. You know I ain't gonna hold you long. I love y'all so much. Live, love, and be free. Don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're leaving reviews for this podcast. Live, love, and be free. Smooch it. No, it ain't safe. It's about to get delightful.